Hi, this is Brendan Davis from Bedrock Games and the Bedrock Blog, and I'm here with Lady Chow Fung, Kenny, and Adam to talk about Opium and the Kung Fu Master. This is a 1984 film directed by Tong Kai. It stars T. Lung, who plays Lung Quan, or Master T, one of the Ten Tigers of Canton. He's a master addicted to opium when a rival opens an opium house. Uh, his disciple, uh, Gua Si, tries to burn it down. But because of his heavy, heavy opium addiction, he's unable to defeat his rival, which results in several tragedies that forces him to overcome his addiction and train himself into condition for a final confrontation. So, um, I don't know, uh, I guess we'll just start out with what everybody thought about the movie. What do you guys think? Um, I enjoyed the movie. Um, I, I really like T. Long's depiction of going cold turkey. Um, he did the very convincing job, and um, yeah, it made me think, oh god, this is what people yeah you know, have to go through when they when they're going through withdrawal symptoms and stuff like that. But um, I also really like you know T Lung is is great. Like he he has this very like forceful um, presence on screen. Like I don't know, it, it reminded me a bit of um, Delightful Forest a bit in in the way how he seems to have like superhuman strength in the way he moves and and the way he fights. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed the movie. Like it, the the plot's nothing to write home about. Like it's very straightforward. Um, but yeah, you know, I I thought the fights were great. Um, the acting was great, and I guess the, you know they're a bit hamfisted with the theme of don't do. Can't really expect too much from that. I think. I also liked the movie. Um, I thought T Long did an excellent job for portraying and someone addicted to opium. I thought um, the movie, the plot obviously is just a general normal plot, but it kind of reminded me of a uh, uh, after school special from when I was a kid with the message of don't do drugs. Um, But it was a really good story and the actors did a great job. And I enjoyed seeing Chen Quan Tai as a villain instead of his usual hero role so um it was a grit a good reversal for him he's i think a good actor in either the villain or hero but i prefer my chen kwan tai as a as a hero but um it was a really good movie with really good fight scenes it's funny you, you say you know that it, it was interesting seeing him as a villain because chen kwan tai to me my my, my I, thing i always think i was him in human lanterns so for me he is like I see you in a villain role. I'm like, oh, cool! It's Chen Quan Tai in another villain role. I love seeing him play villains, but uh, but yeah, it's getting the movie overall. I it is a really cliche afternoon school special plot with you know kung fu scenes added to it to an extent, but it's it's really well done. I mean, it is within within like the the very beginning of the movie with the first action sequence with them chasing you know the the burglars and stuff. I was like, wow, this is just, it was just very exciting fight choreography. I was just really into the movie from the beginning. This is, it's, it's a case of you could take any cliche plot you want, and if you do it really well, it, it doesn't matter that it's a cliche. No, I, I would agree. I, I think there are a couple of things that 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 make that sort of after-school story work. Number one is like Kenny was saying, T. Lung. You know, you have him, and there are mm-hmm. scenes where he has to like just like a switch sort of step right into melodrama 
Do you know what I mean? Like like back to back, there'll be like two scenes, like like uh, you know, just you know, this person dies and that person dies. The music swells and he has to act it out. And if it, if it were a lesser actor, it might not be effective. Also, the history, like there's real, like a lot of times the things that make the after school specials not work is that they're they're kind of like lying to you. Do you know what I mean? Like they're they're not based on the reality of yeah. drug use. They're based on like if you smoke pot once, you'll die. You know, like, like like really extreme worst case scenario type stuff. But this is all based on real stuff. The 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 figure that he's playing purportedly died while training because of heavy opium use. So you know, it's 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 not uh, it, it it's it's a little bit more connected to to reality, I think. Um, and mm-hmm. then also, like you said, the kung fu, the fact that you have all these great fight scenes intermixed <laughs> in there is uh, is what really uh, really sort of carries the movie forward um but i don't know what were what i guess because you know i i think the fight scenes in this were especially good what were uh yeah. people's favorite fight sequences the end for me definitely <laughs> the, the, the end fight scene was great um like it, it it takes a lot of you know skill and choreography to to sort of make a multi-person fight not seem like forced and like ridiculous because you know sometimes it, like in, in those of um martial arts movies you always have the people dancing in the background and peripheral not doing anything waving their weapons around like acting menacing right but in the in the end fight scene of this movie where um yeah, the, the when the shield guys charge out, um, and 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 you know it's three versus one. It didn't feel like there was much of that, you know, people just posing around type of thing. Yeah, you know, everyone's felt like they were actually doing something in the fight. Um, I I, I think that deserves a mention because it's not often that you get to see that in the heavy in the martial arts movie. Yeah, you know, I think I, my thing. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, dear. I think my favorite is um, the first time that Chen Quan Tai and uh, Tin Lung face off against each other. Um, you can clearly see that they're both masters and you really don't know which way is going to go. But, um, you know, obviously um, Tin Lung has to get the best of Chen Quan Tai because we're only right in the middle of the movie. So, but I mean, their fight scenes are really good. They're good actors. Um, bouncing off of each other and their moves are so seamless with each other you can tell that they've been doing it for a while at this point yeah yeah you know they what? Have, oh go ahead go ahead they have charisma together um they their screen presence and presence balances off of each other yeah i i definitely agree with the charisma thing because i i noticed that a lot in the final confrontation when they're just when they're just marching to go to to the fight together uh, separately but to the same destination i you know the, the way that they're carrying themselves was so believable like you know it, 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 i particularly noticed it with chen kwan tai but it was i i think it was good seeing these uh sort of these two great actors at the pinnacle uh, of their abilities um mm-hmm. What other uh, any other fight scenes people? I really like the, the the whole the whole sequence at the beginning with the with the robbers with the you know with the guards chasing them trying to trap them in the alleys the rooftops and then uh, you know you get the face off with you know the robbers versus uh, Guasi and then of course Master T shows up there I mean that whole sequence really got me into the movie I was I was 
I was like, oh, okay. I, I was just on board for a great movie at that point. I thought that that was very well done overall. Yeah, even the even the sort of the uh, I guess the most humorous of fights was the one between the two schools when they were celebrating their victory for the mm. lion dance. Even that one had some amazing. Like there was a scene where uh, I think Guasi gets kicked over a, a rail into the you know over a balcony and gets uh, his foot gets caught in a in in some kind of banner or uh, or ribbon that's just dangling from the ceiling. And it and it looks amazing, um, and the fight in the rice shop where uh, T Lung does that 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 backflip kick was uh, yeah was quite good. Um, yeah, there were no no filler fights in this movie at all. All the uh, all the action scenes were good. No, and and I mean Tong Kai is an action director, so that's you really see it. I think in in this mm-hmm. in this film, um, but uh, what about the uh, you know the the addiction storyline how did how did all you know how did that work for you guys i mean it, it's you know opium is a very touchy subject i think for for the chinese and um yeah it it, it was literally a drug that ruined the country for a short while so um yeah it and yeah, maybe people can't understand why you know it was such a bad thing. But you know, this movie highlights it perfectly. I mean, we have um, what was the um, the one of the, the the rice workers, the rice factory workers' name? Um, oh, Wang An. Were, Wang An. Yeah, I mean, yeah, his story I think was especially tragic. I mean, he yeah he he started out you know with the rest of the crew all happy and you know being practical jokes and not just hanging out and, and looking after his family and stuff and turning into a shivering wreck who basically spends every single cent he can get in the opium house um and even forgetting yeah about, about his wife and kids and and, and you know when, when we see that his family committed suicide because of his neglect um that was like a particularly bad moment on, on thinking you know how, how these sorts of things can escalate sometimes like you wouldn't expect that guy you know who, who you know casually goes in just to, out of curiosity because yeah he has a spare silver tail who go in for like a, a, a smoke to see what it's like and then um two months later his wife's hanging from the rafters and his kids have swallowed rat poisons <laughs> it, it was yeah you know, it's a little bit extreme but you know it's it's definitely um a very I'd say it's a very fair reflection on the harsh realities of uh, what opiate abuse can can do. No, I, I agree. Oh, I was going to say I, I agree with Kenny, and it's a story for today, especially um, what's going on now with the opioid addiction in our country. I mean, we we see it. I don't know if you see it, but I see it a lot. Um, where um, people, you know, they just go and try it, and in this case, nowadays is your doctors are prescribing you medication and you're just using it because you have to. And then it just slides into something else. And then your whole entire family's ruined in a short amount of time. And, you know, this movie is an extreme case because we don't see here in our country where their families are killing themselves because someone's addicted, but we do have that um, extreme behavior and you just can't get out of it. Even the rich and the mighty and the powerful are sliding into these addictions. So, I mean, I think it's a good contrast, but it's also a parallel to what's happening today. And I think it's a really good movie. 
Yeah, I it I mean like I said it's 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 a formulaic presentation in some ways, but it's it is addressing a like you know you guys have mentioned it's it is it is a drug that's a really dangerous drug. So and on top of it, it, it you know I mean in a lot of those the more cliche ones you kind of see it entirely focusing on one person, but you get a really good sense of the entire fabric of this community starting to unravel. I mean he's the you know, you know, T. Lung's character is the head of the militia, and uh, you know, we, we see we see other families falling apart. We see the workers. It's like it isn't it isn't just some teenager, you know, experimenting or something. It's this is it it, it, it does have a sense of uh, of, the, of the larger disaster that opium is causing going on, as well as being a personal story. So yeah, I, I thought I thought it worked very well in this case. And uh, and just to connect back to what Kenny was saying, I think the Wang An character because he's he's basically like the stock cross-eyed guy that you see in a lot of these. Like you know he's, he's sort of played as like a uh, a funny character from the beginning. It makes it that much worse when you get to the the sort of the tragic end that he has. Like especially as you see him yeah. deteriorating. Um, but uh, and and also the fact that he he commits suicide to uh because the other guy the you know uh guasi and um and da uh basically say oh you know they, they they never have the courage to to kill themselves and so just to prove them wrong he kind of you know he he fully commits um so yeah I, I thought that i thought that all of you you could say like the film is heavy-handed but again because of the historical context because it's like a legitimately powerful drug uh, and because you know it, it had this 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 impact, I think. I, and because you know, again, the, the the you know, it's true to the to the life of the character who it's uh, whose story it is. Uh, it, it's effective, um, and and I think you know the 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 acting and the performances are also a big part of it. Um, but uh, what did you guys think of? And again, we're getting—we obviously have spoiled several things, but this is the big spoiler if we haven't mentioned it already. Is uh, is his student uh, Guasi is is killed uh, by by uh, Master Rung, uh, which is Chen Quan Tai's character, and uh, and and it's because he's sort of you know addled by the the opium use and unable to to protect himself during the duel, so his student steps in and. Uh, and tries to protect him and is killed. Uh, what, what were people's thoughts on that scene? I I don't know. I, I'm I always have have this notion that you know why don't you just you know back off a little bit? <laughs> but uh, yeah, maybe, maybe it's just, I I don't have the sort of um, toxic pride that these martial artists have in that I I can't I die death or the de death before defeat type of thing you know if this guy's kicking my ass and my hands are shaking to the point I can't even hold my saber properly I'm probably going to go you know what let's peace out of here and uh, try again another day <laughs> I think um, he's in the moment too do you know? he's in yeah. the moment and so it's hard to get out of it when you're in the moment yeah but I, I it, it was definitely necessary like I, it, it it felt like um, uh, Master T needed the uh, the sort of wake up call um, that you know, th things have gone properly bad because um, you know it, it, it does look like Quasi um, is like his most 
beloved pupil, shall we say. Like, he, he's the one who's um, sort of, like, making chicken soup for the master and, uh, um, and, and yeah, get, getting, getting personal pointers from him and stuff. Um, so, you know, see, seeing his death, yeah, I, I think was definitely needed for the story to progress. Um, otherwise, I, I feel like, you know, if everything turned out fine, you know, and, and, um, and Guasi's dad managed to pay off the, op- the, the the opium house people and things got reset back to status quo again, then, you know, the story would have gone nowhere and everyone, yeah, would have eventually become addicted and died or whatever ha- <laughs> whatever happens to, end, to, to the end of uh, opium users. It came late in the movie, too. It came at, like, yeah. the, uh, you know, like the last 20 minutes of the film, which I think ended up really making it work because if that had happened at the start of the movie it would have been one of these scenes where you didn't really you know you, the 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 guy that you know you're supposed to care about is killed in a dramatic fashion but you don't really care that he died because you, you've only known him for five minutes but but they did really they did build, him up, they build up the character really well though i think because mm-hmm. um you know throughout the movie he, he's the most sensible one yeah trying to keep everything and keep the keep the people in check trying to stop people from causing too much trouble um and yeah, yeah you, you get the nice liking for him just because you know he, he seems like a, a fairly decent bloke right and <laughs> yeah no he's he's likable he's virtuous like you're saying he uh he's he's good to the master he's he's dutiful and he also he's has this... martial arts skills and you know you, yeah. you, it's sort of being portrayed as like a miniature hero thing like you, you yeah you could probably you know if if i had to make a guess like you know maybe it, i would have probably said that at the beginning gorsi might have been the person who eventually you know um has to defeat uh um was the uh was, was yeah master wrong um and, and help save his master from the, the addiction type of thing rather than yeah his death being the catalyst mm. uh you know it, it could have gone either way i mean yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was I, a it was a good role too because he he's also a guy that uh, i mean he's likable it's like it would be easy for that character to come off as the goody two-shoes character or something or but he's he's genuinely being the one virtuous guy in town he he plays that who the guy who doesn't kind of bend when everything's kind of getting sketchy i i, I thought he, he handled it very well and you want his love story to work out with um the sister most sister so i mean there were a lot yeah. of things that made it tragic yeah. because you know he is the nice guy he wants to get the girl you want him to get the girl because he's such a nice guy and then he dies so for me it was really tragic i know the first time that i saw the movie i cried a little yeah i was like you know i've said it's i've 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 said that this movie's formulaic and predictable in a lot of ways, but that was the one moment where I was like really unsure. It's like I knew in that scene he might die, but it it was it was definitely a tense moment, and it was it was uh, sad that he uh, that he, he does get killed in that scene. Well, and I, I think uh, Lady Chow Fung is definitely right about the love story because I feel like it's yeah. the you sort of get you it's at the point in the movie where you're still engaged with it and and the expectation if if it's another film is that that's going to be kind of the focus or at least a really important part of the movie going forward and then it's just sort of ruined right there like once he's dead that <laughs> you know that that storyline's done um and so i thought that was was quite effective 
Um, the uh... yeah. Oh, go ahead. Okay, to throw another spoiler out there, you know, uh, the, the love interest character, her her dying, I was like, I really, really didn't expect. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I thought, okay, we've had the sacrifice of a character. Now we're going to have the, the, you know, he's going to go through rehab and he's going to come back and fight. And I was completely unprepared for, oh, man, there's more tragedy well, before we get out of the dark tunnel here. Yeah, because let's talk about that. Because number one is student dies. And you get, again, it's one of these things, where there are these moments where the music music swells and drama happens and that's one yeah. of them and then when he's uh trying to kick the opium uh da decides that uh you know that maybe if he if he if he has a little bit of opium he'll he'll get his skills back enough to face off with rung so um so the love interest i think what was her name Zhao, uh Choi? Yeah. 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 yeah yeah she she decides to steal some from her brother, who is in cahoots with the guys who own the opium house. Um, Master Rung is, you know, owns a, 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 you know, sort of runs an opium house in the in the town. Uh, and and when she's taking the opium, her brother finds her, and he accidentally knocks her off a railing. She dies, and then moments later, uh, her brother uh, Mo Tian also is killed. And and it's a, you know, it's just like you just have these like, you know, you know. It's sort of un, just steady flow of tragedies. Um, Definitely melodramatic. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, but it was very jarring. I, I would agree with that. I was not expecting her to die, especially because she falls off. She falls from the second story of a house. Uh, it's not like you know he doesn't punch her or anything like that. She just kind of tumbles over the rail. And to be fair, they should whack her head on the corner of a table. Yeah. There, so. Yeah. <laughs> It looked like it was a pretty bad, a hard fall. <laughs> no, and that made it so much worse because she hits the table and she gets up and her head is bleeding, and it's yeah. you know uh, it, it 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 was pretty bad. Um, but yeah, I thought I thought that was pretty shocking too. Um, Especially after um, Guasi had said, "Take care of my yes. master for me." You don't uh, expect her to die. She's supposed to live and take care of him through the whole ordeal, and then they all get their revenge. But no. She can't even take care of him for like a couple of days. It's it's basically just him and Da at the end, you know. It's um it's pretty sad. Um But uh what did you guys think of the training sequence though when he was getting back into his old uh his old form? Uh you know, there, there was the, there was it was sort of a montage, but it was like in between other scenes in the movie, but you we, we kept going back to T Lung training doing the uh detox thing getting getting the weights and training around the posts and uh and slowly sort of getting back into his uh uh you know fighting fighting shape it just looks like my gym on a regular wednesday evening to be honest (laughs) (laughs) yeah a guy with some kettle weights or whatever you know are like barging around all over the place swinging and swaying and like struggling to keep out (laughs) What gym do you go to? But <laughs> uh, well, anyway, I, I thought it was a pretty sort of clever way to go about it. I mean, I, I, the most important thing was still, you know, him going cold turkey, um, and 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 not dying from the shock of that, I guess. Um, <laughs> But the the actual sort of physical training stuff, I thought was really cool. The only sort of thing that I thought was a bit confusing was the um, 
the weights that he used around his body. They looked way too modern to me. I, yeah. I, I, don't, know, I don't know if anyone else thought that, but because the, 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 they had those little cloth pouches with the metal bars inside it, and I was thinking, that's something from, you know, well, this century. <laughs> it felt like it was... I, I didn't realize there were weights at first. I was like, why is he wearing a corset? What's going on here? <laughs> I don't know when those kinds of weights became a thing, though. That's the only thing. Because um, I feel yeah, like I, we I, didn't I, have those back then, but I could be wrong. Yeah, because um, I'm thinking like if, if you were in that time period and you wanted to weigh your body down, you'd you know you'd get some metals forged with like a hole in it or whatever, mm-hmm. and you put and you pass some rope through it and tie it to your waist. And yeah, but the fact that they had these like sophisticated cotton or whatever silk pouches with thin metal bars like slipped in you know it was just like it felt a bit too advanced for that era a little like it's a very minor nitpick but it's just something that stood out to me from the from those scenes i did like the idea that they were using weight to help him build up his strength and they sort of did it around his core around his legs and he had to he had to carry they, they were for lack of a better word like giant kettlebells um what were those things were they were they i i, I, I think it was just like water it was just like an earthenware jar right mm. that was full of water they were very uh. like awkwardly shaped and you know they seemed designed to make it difficult um but yeah, I, th- I thought it was a it was a good uh, training sequence, uh, and, I th- and I like the detoxing, like you were saying. It's you know sort of watching him, you know, uh, undergo the uh, the whole process of getting off the opium. Yeah, well, well I do want to mention so sort of the training program though as well was the, the sort of footwork involved in the um, the diagram that the um, that master Yi Zheng. Um, gives him with all the different how to go from one pole to another and like dodge dot duck, duck and dodge and weave and <laughs> basically when i he, thought that was pretty cool well yeah because he was trying to emphasize agility because he knew he was going up against the twin spears right so yeah. it was I, I thought that was pretty cool um and uh and and and, and in the final fight i love how you kind of see like you realize we've been watching t lung fight injured this whole time like he suddenly is it in you know in in peak form and and the and and it wasn't like he was really obviously off before except in the moments when he wavered but you really do see the difference um so i thought that that was effective but uh i don't know were there any other moments in the movie or any characters that uh stuck out for people the monk was a pretty uh the crucial character the, i think it was it Yi, yeah, Yi Zheng? Master Yi, Yi Zheng, yeah the blind monk like it is it's he's a pretty cool character you know you didn't think he would be that relevant you know the beginnings of he's like a random blind monk uh who occasionally who once a year spars with master t after new years mm-hmm. or whatever right? <laughs> um i think that was tong kai the director yeah was it tong kai I believe oh yeah so. it was mm-hmm. it was yeah ah um you know, I thought I thought he was uh, he was a cool character, and uh, and I and I liked how when he did like when he came for for his seasonal sparring, you know, he said you know he says to him like you're uh, you're 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 you don't seem to have made that many gains this time. I forget the exact phrasing, but it was because the because a lot of the movie is sort of the uh, slow realization that the opium is affecting his abilities as a martial artist. Um, you know, it's, we I guess we kind of glossed over that aspect of the film, but. 
It's, uh, you know, you, you sort of like the scenes where, you, again, it's, it's very heavy handed, but I thought it was very effective where he retires to the back room with, uh, with Mr. Lou and they both do opium and the camera shifts so that it's like uh, above them and something about mm-hmm. shifting to that angle just totally changes the vibe like it, 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 it and and then the, and then they play the dark music when he's um uh when he's indulging in the opium uh i thought i thought all that stuff was pretty effective and uh i just want to say like i, I don't know how accurate the, the depiction of the opium taking is because i it, it, I, I, I had no idea what they were doing. They're just lying there and like prodding a, a flame with a metal rod most of the time. It looked like. I don't actually. Yeah. Did they actually show anybody smoke? I, I I I I wanted to pay attention to that the last time I saw it and I forgot to. But I feel like they almost didn't show people actually smoke the opium. But I could be. I can't recall anyone actually exhaling smoke at any point in this movie when I look back on it. So I think maybe they didn't. But maybe I don't know. I mean, I could be wrong, but I, re- I, I remember trying to look for that at times and not seeing it. But I wasn't so devoted to the task that, you know, it's possible I missed it. Um, you got to get that PG-13 rating, right? You can't show anyone. Yeah. Or, or maybe they wanted to get into a market where there was some kind of, you know, you know, prohibition against showing drug use on screen or something. Uh, they wanted yeah. to be shown in schools. That yeah. was their. Uh, that's what yeah. they were angling for. It's fine that that one guy got his throat ripped out, but uh, well, yeah, you can't. You, you know. can't. <laughs> kids, kids have to learn about that somewhere. Uh, yeah, it's just it was just one of those things where I was like a lot of the time when we when I when I saw you know the the the, the smoking apparatus on on screen it was like well it's just guys lying there poking a flame and then mm-hmm. in the in the opium house the, uh, the everyone there was just already acting like they were high as a kite already so yeah at no point I did I did I actually see anyone like I don't know what I assume that what they must do is like scoop it out. And then put it in the pipe and burn it, right? Is how I assumed they would consume opium. I think so. And it's kind of viscous, I think, and tar. Yeah. But, uh, but, um, but yeah, I, I, I oh, go ahead. Let's not, linger, let's not linger on that too much. We don't want to teach anyone on the podcast any bad <laughs> well, habits. You know, this is this is the process for uh, smoking opium. Well, I'm pretty yeah, sure. I, I wanted to learn more about the physical process of smoking opium from watching this movie, and I got nothing. Nothing. I felt wrong. Google it. I, I, I don't. Yeah. I don't think there's any risk of us persuading people to use opium. Uh, I, I, I'm no, pretty sure our audience is safe. Um, <laughs> But uh, but yeah, no. But I, 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 I think I feel like they must have been deliberately kind of just not showing it. But I, I again, yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense that they would be deliberately not be doing it in a in a movie with an anti-drug message. I mean, it's like how Breaking Bad made a point of never actually showing you any of the right techniques for making meth. So. I guess that's true. I think that's a slightly different scenario, though. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> a little bit different, but I, you know, maybe my metaphor is a little strange, but you know, I'm going to stick to it. Though, but, though, they, uh, though, I think they showed an awful lot about the logistics of uh, of, of of the trade. Uh, well, the... yeah. I mean, you know, they're not they're not trying to talk people out of 
selling. They're just trying to talk to you. It's, it's kind of a, it's it's kind of the don't get high if you're on supply thing. It's a training video for how to get into the business, but but don't do it. That's what it's, that's it's what true, the all, all of the other the the antagonist, the martial artist, never partook of any of the opium. That's right. Yeah, yeah or even 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 the rice even the rice shop owner um, never took any of the opium. It was literally just what they were, they were the ones who were selling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they just, knew uh, better. The rice storehouse owner. So it was it. The... Yeah, so rice. Store. I, I thought the rice storehouse owner was yeah. um, the new family. So yeah. of course his father was yeah. the rice. But but the the the, the rice seller, or the the person who sells rice at the rice storehouse, or stores the rice at the rice storehouse, the 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 rival family that's also being so in that town. Mo, I think Motian had the, the rice shop. Yeah, Motian, Motian, the Mo family. Yeah, yeah he... they. They and sell rice. They sold rice, and and I think um, uh, Mr. Liu and his family they 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 had the storehouse. So I think they were like whole like wholesalers or something like. That. I, I uh, there's I remember there's there's like a structure to it. There's like I know there's like yeah, different it's like, levels. Yeah, it's a minor plot thing. Like it was was the Mo family like the ones who were growing the I don't know or producing the. OPM for, or was Master Rong like sourcing it from somewhere? Because I think Master well, I, Rong I, was I, sourcing it. I think so. I think he partnered with Mo for his money to open the house. I think because mm-hmm. I was thinking that the Mo family were were growing rice, and hence why they were the rice sellers. And but they they, they had to store the rice at the rice warehouse. Um, oh, oh, see, you could be right, but what I thought was going on is I thought that they were that the storehouse is where they were buying their rice for their shop from. Right, but I could be wrong. That was my assumption. It, it, uh, yeah, it's be- not because I know that he the... felt like he was under them somehow. Like he, he uh, but I guess in in both those scenarios, he's sort it, of a, yeah, because yeah. he he sort of you do you do need a lot of storage space if you're growing so, like massive fields of rice. I'm pretty sure no one watching even cares about the uh, um, <laughs> the details of the of of, of the rice storage <laughs> and the the rice. Storage. It changes the tone a little bit. You know, the, the pity I have for Mo for, for uh, Mo Tian, <laughs> you know, could increase or decrease. Like if this person is, is actually growing all the poppy, um, yeah, and he's yeah. producing the opium, it's a little bit more sinister than yeah than being the, the the an investor in a, well, a store I think that... I think they would have been buying it from the British, right? Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, that's, that's true. It was being imported a lot, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. How, how much was being grown locally? Yeah, that's but, a good point. Actually. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I have to ask during the, the final fight scene, did Master Wong actually attempt to use the crane technique at one point, or was that I, just okay? I so number one, <laughs> I had I had a note to myself that makes almost no sense. But I did say uh, that this is a little bit like the Karate Kid three. If Mike Barnes killed Daniel three fourths of the way through, like it just you know it just there, there was like a, something about it reminding me of Karate Kid. So I I don't know maybe 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 they were del- there, there were a couple of moments. Um, so I think the opium business was the the little tree shop. Is that the metaphor well, here? No um, no. What I'm saying is me. I'm wondering if maybe you know maybe they were aware of the crane kick, but. Uh, and, and granted, well, a... it was it was eighty five, and Karate yeah. Kid was eighty four. So I I, but, I have to wonder, but uh... but I think that was a signal. I <laughs> well, think that if, was it, his... if it was a kick, then it, it reminds me of that scene where he was like giving pointers to Guasi about how you should never kick <laughs> someone if you're not confident it was in the land. Yeah, so, yeah well, he, he never he there. never 
Yeah, he never delivered the kick. That's why I asked. It was like he was thinking about it. I'm going to try this crane tech. He's just like, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to do the I, kick. He ends up not doing it. I feel but yeah, like that right, was the kick confidence I, thing. I feel like number one, that was a dramatic stance. Do you know what I mean? It was like a very dramatic know, stance. But I, I think know. it might have also been a signal to his men that like, okay, like get the shields into place. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I could see that also working as a signal. Because uh, that was unmistakable. Like you, you, you can't help but see that when it happens. So, uh, <laughs> and, and then moments later, they they do leap out with the shields. So um, yeah, it's funny because I feel like in a lot of um, Wuxia movies, like if you want to deal with um, a skilled martial artist, what you need is a couple of guys with really big shields and yeah. <laughs> just yeah. jump out. <laughs> Unless, but they so the rarely guy... use that tactic. That's the <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's just lucky that see, it's lucky that that you know two characters died because then he wouldn't have been had the right tools to counter the shields <laughs> by having having two of the things to attach. But uh, it's the, so the second one, death was actually fortuitous. <laughs> they needed the weight of the uh, the, the <laughs> memorial tablets to properly smash into them. <laughs> Yeah, you know, what did right. you guys think of the memorial tablets as the sort of the final weapon? That it... <laughs> Definitely yeah. an interesting strategy to use, but it worked. <laughs> it I was... yeah, when he grabbed it, I thought he was going to splint his leg or something. Like you know, like yeah, uh, me too. That me was too. the second time in the, the movie you thought he was going to use something as a splint. Because remember, in the at the beginning, his student injured his arm, and the other student hands him a plank, and you're like, "Oh, he's clearly going to use that as a splint." As a splint, yeah. And he uh-huh. snaps it in half, I, and, I knew he was and he hits whack. him. I, I had no doubt he was going to whack his students <laughs> with a stick. I thought, "Oh, I can see this fake out coming a mile away." Don't hand him a stick. <laughs> and then, but he does it again with the with, at the end there. Where you, again, I think you're meant to think, "Oh, he's going to use that as a splint." And then yeah, he, that you, time I did fall for it. So. But uh, uh, I need to say, like the, those memorial tablets are pretty damn sturdy. Like they must be made of some expensive, like dense wood, because it did a lot of damage. It feels like you know, it, it essentially it was like a what is it? A, it's not really a mace, is it? Uh, nunchuck, like I get some sort of was, crude nunchuck. It was, it, he he tied it to the end of his staff. It looked like it would be really difficult and not very effective. But maybe it's like the kung fu principle of like being able to turn anything into a weapon, even like a penny. Do you know what I mean? Like if uh, well, you know, he had like a perfectly technique. smooth, he had a perfectly smooth like metal rod, and he managed to tie like <laughs> a knot onto it that didn't just slip <laughs> off. So yeah, he, he obviously was a very avid and, boy scout when he was young. <laughs> and, he, and he did it as the guy was charging him. Like he had seconds to get that that knot right. Um, he was the MacGyver of his day. Yeah, yeah, that was definitely a MacGyver maneuver. It was, uh, you know, if it, yeah, it, if, if MacGyver used the belt and the memorial tablets instead of a paperclip. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so I, I don't know. But I, I thought again, I think the thing that, that the, the two things that stand out about this movie is the number one, sort of the uh, you know, sort of the, just the very effective use of of what what could be like a cliche storyline but like really uh you know having like all the right pieces in place and doing it well and the uh and the fighting i, I thought the fight the fighting in this is just also top notch um and it has a lot of oomph to it do you know what i mean it's got like a lot of energy behind it um mm-hmm. any any final thoughts on this one before we uh before we head out 
Yeah, I would definitely recommend um, people give this movie a watch. Uh, it's definitely a good movie. Um, I, yeah, we, we've talked about all the all, all the good parts. I don't think there were yeah anything. But I don't think there was anything bad about the movie. You know, the only sort of sh- shortfall I could I could point to is that the plot is too simple. But yeah, sometimes a simple plot is all you need uh, to make a movie good. So definitely give it a check check it out it's on amazon prime so yeah definitely if you're a t-lung fan you definitely have to see this movie and if you're a chen kwan tai fan go ahead and see it too i mean it's just a really good movie with really good characters that are well uh, fleshed out and it is a simple story but sometimes simple is all you need as long as the characters and the action are are really good yeah, I really have nothing bad to say about this movie. I I just enjoyed it the whole way through. It's just good, brisk, solid movie. So yeah, I thoroughly recommend it. Yeah, and I just like one more thing to say is just like yeah, the, as far as you know the, the the main message of the movie of the, the drugs things go, then it's not anything like *Requiem for a Dream* or whatever. It's not as horrifying yeah. <laughs> as any of those sort of dark movies. <laughs> you know, it, 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 despite all of the, the the sort of melodrama and deaths and like get withdrawals and stuff like that, it's still a very light-hearted movie. I think there, and there is a redemptive arc in there. It's a light yeah. dark movie. It's got like yeah. it's got it's got both in equal measure. It feels like. Mm-hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. But uh, it, ends, it ends on a lighter note. Let's just say. <laughs> and uh, uh, and and I was supposed to do this at the start of the podcast, but because uh, Lady Chow Fung wasn't here with us when we did Vampire Cleanup Department, I wanted to get your your take on 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 that movie because we, everybody got to hear all of us, but we didn't get to hear what your thoughts were on it. Oh, I love the movie. I thought it was a great movie. <laughs> I'm usually not a vampire movie kind of person when I first started watching it I was like okay Brandon said it wasn't really scary but it's one part is freaking me out right now and I'm not sure I'm going to continue but once I got past that I was like really um in love with the movie I loved all the characters um especially the um main character and his in epness, I guess you would say. You just don't think he's going to turn or amount to anything, but he really does at the end. And I liked the special effects and how they um, transformed the vampires and all that was really, really cool. I think they did a really good job. It wasn't like something I'd seen before. And I love Chin Su Ho a lot. So this was like a really good movie to see him in i i thought he was did a very good job in his role but i loved the movie and i loved the little surprise characters i didn't know lo meng was in it until i started watching it i was like oh my gosh there's yeah, a venom I, I i specifically avoided saying it because i wanted you to be surprised um but, but i really loved the movie and Yes, I did cry again. I'm, I don't know. I, must I think, be I think that's one. That's that's a pretty. Uh, I, I I don't I don't think there's anything to be ashamed of with that movie for crying. That was that that had a pretty effective uh, tear jerk ending. And I I just I love the way that it ended and how everything kind of everything came full circle for me. I just loved the movie. Yeah, I mean, we we all we all pretty much had the same 
thought i think we all we all liked it too um mm -hmm. and uh, and it was it, it was definitely an easy movie to talk about um so yeah so i'm glad i'm glad that you liked it and uh and again if anybody wants to uh follow the conversation we had about it they can just go to last week's uh discussion of vampire cleanup department it's like two episodes back at this point on the podcast two or three um and uh and so uh i guess we'll be back next week we're, we're getting into our brotherhood theme right so we're going to be doing our brotherhood movies next um i don't i don't have the next episode off the top of my head unfortunately but i know it's i, know I it's... can tell you that the next movie is heroic ones Yay! oh okay all right that should be an interesting one um I, I definitely want to get people's reaction on one part of that movie for sure. Um, I know which part. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you guys will you'll know it when you come upon it. You'll you'll know it right <laughs> away. Um, so so yeah, so we'll be back next week with the heroic ones, and uh, and then when uh, do, do you have the calendar up right now, Kenny? Yep. Uh, when are we doing uh, Last Hurrah for Chivalry? That'll be the one after heroic ones. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, all right, so uh, we will be back on, and we will talk to you later.